Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. This is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth. And as ever, I am so pleased that you decided to join us tonight. We've got one of my very favorite guests on tonight. She is so capable of just everything. I don't think there's a thing she doesn't know or can't do. Her name is Sandy Anastasi. She's a medium. She's a psychic. She's an astrologer. She does tarot. She gives Kabbalah classes. I could keep going, but it would take us the entire hour for me to list everything she's able to do. Anyway, she is always an absolute delight to have on with us. And so welcome, Sandy, to Know the Name, Know the Answers. Thank you, Sharon. I'm delighted to be here. We have so much we want to cover this hour because there's so much going on in the world right now. And the first thing I would like for you to talk to us about from your spiritual perspective is I see so much fear in people, fear about what's happening in the world, fear about the politics and who's getting elected, fear about just being able to make a living, fear about making ends meet, fear about uh, is are the riots and the whatnot going to come to their area. Um, is there anything that you can say to us or address us that can help calm down some of these people's fears? Oh, boy. Uh, Sharon, you definitely know how to jump in with both feet, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, You know, I I have so many. Let's just say I could write a book on what's going on in our world right now from a thousand different perspectives of what fear is doing to people. Um, there, there's a saying, I, I'm, uh, I don't know if any of your listeners are Dune fans. Remember the, the book series Dune? And there was also a movie recently that was a remake of an older movie called Dune. Well, one of the, my favorite quotes from that uh, movie and that book is that fear is the mind killer. There is only one thing to fear, and that's fear itself. That sounds so, like AFK. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, honestly, that's uh, if I would leave your your listeners with with one uh, one comment from me that hopefully you'll see them through is that there will be a future. There will be a time beyond covid. There will be a time beyond dirty politics. There will be a time when our nation has settled down and when the world has settled down, there will be this wonderful, glorious future. We have been promised 2000 years. And you heard me right, 2,000 years of this beautiful utopian society. Guess what? We're going to get through this. And we're going to all get through this together. And if we bog ourselves down in the emotion of fear, it's going to take a lot longer to get through. It's going to be a lot more disturbing. We're going to take a whole lot longer to get over it when it's finally passed. So right now, let's put fear aside and deal with life and look for the things in our lives that make us feel good. Oh, yay. Have you found that, Sandy, that people that have called you lately just need reassurance? Yes, very much so. Uh, There's just so much going on right now. Um, my, My feeling is that Uh, people do need exactly what I was just talking about. They need to know that there's a future. They need to know that there's an ending to all this chaos. They need to know that on the other side, they're going to be able to make a living. They're going to be able to support their families. They're going to be healthy. 
And, you know, it's, it's interesting, Sharon, that people can go back in history and look at the times that this whole thing has happened in the past, because this is an instant replay. This happened before. It happened before World War I. We had the same exact pattern go on in our world prior to World War I. It was around 1917. And guess what? Nobody in our world even remembers it right now. Nobody, we got past it. We, we created this wonderful society. People were living and flourishing and thriving all over the world. Well, we're going to do that again. This is a glitch. This is a hiccup. And yes, I know that people have lost friends. Some of them have lost near and dear relatives. Some of them have difficulties keeping their homes maintaining them, being able to have a place to live. There's a lot going on that's devastating, but we are going to get past it. We are going to overcome it. And we are all going to be successful again, if that's what we choose. And history bears this out. Which, which is really nice to hear and to know that, um, and as I'm reading people's names, which is how I get a lot of my information, there is a time period, and it literally starts in April of next year, where things start looking better and start getting better. Is, and is that, that's Yeah, that's interesting, Sharon. I'll have to look for that. Okay, because that it seems to be a repeated pattern that once we get to April, people seem to be breathing again more easily. You know, it's like, okay, that's the main part of that's behind us. It's settled. It's still not where it needs to be, but they can see the light at the end of the tunnel as the saying goes. Yeah, and that, that fits in with my guides because, uh, as you know, my my group, my, my business, had planned a psychic cruise for April of 2020, which I had to cancel. And I put it off to April of 2021 because my guides told me that the cruise lines are going to be running again in April of 2021 and the world will be coming out of all this. And, and we'll, we're, it's going to be, you know, we're going to be out there living our lives again. And so I rescheduled it. And then I had a, a group of my students say to me, you know, Sandy, the cruise lines might be running and the country might be back on its feet and even the economy might be recovering, but people might take a little bit longer. <laughs> so I canceled that cruise and I put it off to 2022 in April. Um, but the thing is, is that you, um, you definitely are tying right in with what my guide said about April is when we're really going to be able to start putting this behind us because all of the structures that we count on in our society are going to be back functioning correctly which is just fabulous news, everybody. So it's how much fear that we start off with that first question. Do you want to carry past April when it's not needed? <laughs> you or know, even, Or even right now, Sharon, even right now, fear. Uh, and uh, I have to be honest, I can't say that I'm never in fear. After all, I'm human. Okay. I have my moments where, oh, oh my goodness, what's going on here? And then I catch myself and I say, I trust in a higher power. I trust in the power of evolution, the power of mankind to become better and better and to continue to grow and evolve. And everything we're experiencing right now is really part of our evolution. 
I've heard some people call this whole thing a birthing process as we move out of the Piscean Age and into the Aquarian Age. And I can see it from that point of view, too. It certainly isn't an easy process. There is a lot of unknown attached to it. And when we encounter unknown things, that's when we tend to become fearful, isn't it? So we have to have faith and trust that there is that higher power that's going to guide us through these uncharted waters and move us to a world where we will again feel safe and secure and where we'll be able to develop and thrive. See, and I look at fear as just a lack of information because yeah. if we had more information, we wouldn't be afraid. Absolutely. So yeah. when I yeah. go into fear, again, being very human, when I find myself going into fear, I go, what information am I lacking? What do I have to do? Where do I have to go to get that information? Oh, you're so <laughs> right. You are so right. You are so, so, so right. Uh, that right there is the reason why all the way back in the 1970s, um, I was a safety engineer. I don't know if you know that. Um, and I have teaching certifications in five different sciences. So I was a school teacher before I was a safety engineer. And uh, being a psychic was the furthest thing from my mind. <laughs> And I had what people would call an opening. And all of a sudden I was hearing voices and getting information from people that didn't, you know, didn't have bodies. <laughs> and so I, uh, I said, you know, there was a moment of fear. <laughs> okay. I said, okay. Either I'm going crazy and I need to go and uh, put myself into a mental institution for the rest of my life. Or I need to find out what's going on here because I don't feel like I'm crazy. I just feel like I'm, opening up to something that maybe the rest of the world just doesn't even know is there yet. And so I did exactly what you're telling everybody they should do on your show. I began a process of investigation. And I, that's why, you know, you, when you introduced me on the show, you said, you know, this woman knows so much. Well, the reason I know so much and can do so much is because I looked under every rock I could find because I needed to know more and more and more and more about how the metaphysical world worked because I was now living in it. <laughs> right? Exactly. Um, I want to say for all of you that are on our phone lines, because they're absolutely full, hang on. I've got about like two or three more questions for Sandy, and then we're going to get to you. Have patience with us. Um, Sandy, in your perspective, is the weight of mass consciousness getting heavier or is it getting lighter? It's getting both. Don't you love double talk? Do I sound like a politician? Wow. I must be studying. Um, it's getting both. Sharon, we are at a juncture in our development. And we have, uh, we, I, I'm going to be as blunt as maybe I shouldn't be, but we have a, we have a faction of people who are wanting power and control on this planet that is fostering fear. So, for example, uh, most of the major news networks have subliminals built into their, uh, their, their, their programs, both audio subliminals and video subliminals. During the Obama administration, the laws against them were eliminated. And when you watch those shows, you end up being very fearful. Okay. So people who are backing those shows, and I don't know who those people are, but I know that they want people to be fearful because that's what those watching those shows does to you. So we have a faction on this planet that wants to create fear 
and wants to create all the drama around fear and all the contagion that happens when you know fear can be contaminating to other people just like a virus can and the problem is is that all those negative emotions lower your vibration and they hold the they they hold down that evolutionary consciousness that we need to raise our vibration to a higher level in terms of our own evolution. Now we have a, another group on the planet, many, 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 many groups doing it from their own point of view who are working really hard as you are, as I am to raise consciousness by letting people understand what's going on, by helping to increase positive energy, by helping them to block control overcome all those negative emotions to recognize that fear is just another it's only another emotion that doesn't mean anything at all it's not an action <laughs> okay it's, it's it's like an ad it's like an adjective you know it's not an action so the thing is is that all these people like you and i are and i could name lists as long as my arm there's a tremendous wealth of good people out there. Alice Bailey calls them light workers, and we are all light workers. Probably most of the people watching your show and listening to your show are light workers. And what's our job? Our job is just what the word says, to bring light to the world. And when we bring light to the world, we raise the vibration, we have a lighter energy, and the fear goes away, and we lift not just ourselves, but our, the whole planet to a higher level where all of that darkness cannot survive. We bring it into the light with truth. Now, see, when you say light worker, I think, okay, work, that looks hard. Maybe I don't want to do it. How about if we call them we're players with light? We're light players. We have fun with it. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, I just think that right now we can just everybody could use just to lighten up and at least, I, I mean, at least keep our sense of humor. I made a joke the other day on Facebook and I got attacked for it. And mm. I thought, okay, people, I hear the fear underneath the attack. I see the, it looks like I don't have compassion. I don't have this or that or whatever you want to blame me for. But I, I thought how sad that you've lost your sense of humor along with COVID. Now, I know that COVID has cured old age and all kinds of other things that people are no longer dying of. They're no longer dying of the flu or influenza. I mean, COVID's cured all of those. But I thought we've got to be able to laugh at something because, yes, we see the seriousness of it. But if we lose our sense of humor, then life is going to get really awful. Yeah. And, and that's another. Now, that's a do thing. So when, when you're talking to people and, and what your listeners should take out of what you just said is that I can make my whole life better if I bring some play back into it. If I find the things I really enjoy and start to do them again. Yeah. So my last question for you, before we start to go to calls, I know that all those people that, are, that called in immediately, I've watched the phone lines just pack up incredibly fast. Um, how does one move into love during these times? Are there different activities that can help them, Sandy? Are there, or is there a way to stay focused on something else that can help bring them out of doom and gloom and remind them that life is to be lived? 
Um, what do you think? This is going to sound a little bit wacky, but I personally think that mankind's natural state is happy and loving. And all of those negative emotions are a reaction to things in your life or things in your environment or things that you've opened yourself to from other people that undermine and block your your connection to your own center. Your center is love. Okay? Your center is love. So when you when you push the fear away, when you stop paying attention to all of the negative things around you, when you turn off that negative television set, when you listen to the things that bring happiness and joy into your life, when all the negatives are gone, what's left is a center of joy, happy, and a loving nature. So it's not a matter of searching for love. It's a matter of letting go of all those negative feelings, and then the love remains. You know, an easier way, or an easy way, I, I ought to say, of letting go because I used to think people tell me to let go all the time and I don't see myself holding on to things, but perhaps I am because so many people tell me to let go, you know, or tell somebody else to let go or let go and let God. And I think that's great, but you know, how do you do that? And so one of the methods that I have found that works for me is to remember that the word forgiveness really means I am for not against giving this back to God. God will handle it. God's got a plan. I don't have to carry it. And now I can move forward. Perfectly said. That's what I believe. Perfectly said. Thank you. Okay. We're ready for these calls. I know everybody loves to talk with you, Sandy, just like I do. Um, Catherine, you are on the line. Her birthday is May 18th, 1952. And Catherine, welcome to the show. And what city were you born in and what time? Do you want all of that, Sandy, or just a birthday? No, just the birthday is plenty. And, uh, you know, I want to say you and I were, Catherine, you and I were born the same year. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. <laughs> so and the good part about that is, uh, and, I'm, and we're only a month apart. I was born in June. And so uh, your chart and my chart are going to look a whole lot alike. <laughs> so I already know a whole lot about you. Um, the thing is that um, being born in the same year, and I won't be able to do this with all of your callers because I don't have the books in front of me for it, uh, but I can tell you, Catherine, that you were born with a prenatal eclipse in Pisces. And so you were born to be a to be a light worker. You were born to help people, to reach out to people, and you always feel great when you're able to, to lift somebody. So you're one of those people that uh, in, in everything that you do in life, you're going to be contributing in some way. Um, in uh, I have a, a chart here that I'm working with for the show that in astrology is called a horary astrology chart, and it's a throwaway chart. It just everybody who's listening to the show right now, um, I will be able to tell you what's going on in your life looking at this chart, which is kind of cool. Um, so I'm working with this astrology chart. I'm also working with ca cards, and um, I am always channeling my guides. So all of my my readings come from my guides. Um, you are needing to do a whole lot more socializing and working with conversation. Um, I don't know what it is that's the uh, stumbling point, but right now the way out of almost every problem and every difficulty that you're facing is going to be to communicate, okay, to talk about it, to 
And you seem to be able to express far better than most of the other people in your life. So you get the thing said in a way uh, that's gentle enough that people can hear it. Um, you might be thinking of traveling or making a move. I think that if you follow that path, you're going to you're going to find joy at the end of it. It's actually a good idea. Um, I think what's holding you back right now is a little bit of concern for I can't tell if this is a friend or a daughter or uh, but you have family, you have people around you, maybe friends and family that you don't really want to leave in the lurch. So you've got this very deep sense of responsibility. Meanwhile, there are all kinds of ups and downs going on in your life right now that have to do with finances. And you're discovering that you have so many abilities that you can utilize to bring more money in. So this is actually a time of great opportunity for you if you can put your insecurity aside and take the plunge into developing the things that are your real natural talents. Sharon, what do you think? Well, um, when I look at, at Catherine's name, what it says to me is it's really time for you to own your own power and go into a leadership position because when you are the leader, everybody benefits. And you've got this incredible memory and you're very good at expressing the truth. So I would say claim it, take it, use it, distribute it, Go for it. That's what I'd say. <laughs> Catherine, how does all that feel for you? Can you guys hear me? Yes, now we can. Okay. Um, it sounds great. It, it describes me really well, and thank you for taking uh, my call. Um, the move is what I am really struggling with. I've been looking for the right home for me for a number of years. Um, I live in a duplex and that doesn't really work for me. Um, and I was just hoping like, is there a time frame that I could find a home close by to be able to move to that I would love? Uh, here's Catherine. I'm, I'm going to jump in on this one. If you don't mind. Um, the, the problem with, well, I agree with you. A house is going to work better for you. Um, it's also going to be financially in your best interest to be in a house. Um, the thing is that the timing is off for looking for this house near you right now. If you okay. will to travel a greater distance, and I know that that could mean going away from friends and family or having the kids in a different school district, you would be able to find that place probably very quickly, certainly by the end of January, maybe even by the end of the year, and it would be okay. a place that you could afford. But if you're looking right near where you're at, uh, apparently, you know, housing's a lot more expensive there. And right, uh, yeah, and you're not you're not going to find something that's going to make you much happier than the duplex. Um, it will eventually come on the market, but it could require like just like you're doing spending another year of looking at houses and, and just waiting and being patient. Okay. All right. Great. Thank you. Um, blessings to both of you. Catherine, can I just give a, a small suggestion what your name says? Yeah. Uh, uh, your name says if you would move like on a border of Utah and Idaho or a border of Utah and Wyoming, but not in Utah, uh, that okay. seems one of those two states seem to work better with your name than where you are. If you're in Utah now, I keep seeing that border. Um, if you would go either to the Idaho side or the Wyoming side, 
um, okay. it looks like you'll be better off. Okay, great. Thank you. Uh-huh. And in your name, it says the month to start looking is May. And I don't know if that goes with your astrology chart. You'd have to ask Sandy. But in your name, it says don't even bother looking till May. Okay. Well, oh, and so helpful. At, Thank uh, you. Okay, hold on. Sandy's looking at the astrology. I always like to compare it and see how we're doing with, you know, our methods. <laughs> are so um, I, I am getting something a little bit different here. Um, I think that March is a hot month for you. So okay. I, I would, I would, you know, you might find the thing that you're looking for in May, but I would start looking in March because it could be something there. Okay. Um, also, I think if you move to that area that uh, Sharon is talking about, I think it's going to be a very uh, healthy place monetarily for you and your family to live. Oh, good. There you go. And then maybe she has to look, and maybe I read it wrong in the name, that maybe she has to look in March and she actually gets to close in May. Who knows? Certainly. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank you, guys. Um, just I would have to move by myself. I'm I'm all by myself, so I would just have to be able to go by myself. So um, this helps me a lot. I really appreciate it. Yep. God bless. Merry Christmas, Catherine. Thanks for calling in. Marie, you are next on the line. Marie, welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. Oh, by the way, for everybody that's listening, if you want to get a hold of Sandy, I mean, I love my readings with Sandy. And they, you can get a hold of her through her website that just has so much information on it. And her website is her name, and it's spelled Sandy the normal way, S-A-N-D-Y. And her last name is Anastasi. And I always want to say I want to misspell this, but it's A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I. And again, if anything you don't have to write it down, you can always go to knowthename.com. Go to the schedule page, go on my calendar, look up today's date. It gives you Sandy's contact information, her bio, how to get a hold of her, what her website is, all of that good information that you're going to want when you book an appointment with Sandy. Okay. Sharon, um, I, I forgot to mention before when we were talking about predictions, but I'm actually doing a webinar on uh, December 30th that is all about what's coming in 2021. And I'll be channeling that information for my guides. And I'm hoping that's going to allay a lot of fears for people. So I should have mentioned that earlier. And if anybody wants to take that webinar, they can sign up for that when they're on my website too. And that's www.sandyanastasi.com. And I am so glad you brought that up, Sandy. I have already signed up for that, guys. I would not miss it for the world. And it's so inexpensive. I don't know how she's able to do it for that little of money. So it's definitely worth it, and it'll keep you calm throughout the whole year. <laughs> you know, I've gone back to my notes over and over again from last year. Anytime I go into fear, I go, oh, what did Sandy say? <laughs> okay, because that's when we're getting more information. Marie, thank you for your patience. Are you on all line with us? Yes, I'm here. Great. Her birthday is June 2nd, 1981. Marie, do you have a specific question for Sandy? Um, I just like I want to focus a little on my health and then my my career. Okay, as far as okay, I'm I, I'm about to put my foot in my mouth, Sharon. So be ready to help me, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've got to ask you first: Are you are you living on your own, or are you married, or or with someone? No, I'm married. Okay. 
I was almost hoping you were going to say, no, I'm by myself. <laughs> because then I oh. <laughs> Um, the thing is that you are a natural empath, very, very empathic. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Um, meaning you yeah. pick up other people's emotions. If somebody's upset, you, you feel they're upset almost as if it's your own. If somebody's happy, they make you happy just by being with them. You see how that works? Well, yep. because you are so very, very empathic, um, anytime your husband is exposed to anything, you get sick. Anytime he is nervous about something, you get anxiety attacks. Anytime you're with your mother and she's hiding something she's worried about, you end up going home worried. Are you seeing how this works? So your health is really, really, really linked to people around you and what's going on with them. And you owe it to yourself to study either my psychic development program or study with, uh, I think there's a wonderful psychologist who has a whole lot of books on, on empathy. You need to go online and study it. Go on my, uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, it's under my name, Sandy Anastasi. I have lots of free uh, psychic protection tips there. You need to learn to identify when you are, energetically connecting to someone who might not be telling you what's going on with them, but you could actually have lunch with a friend who has a problem with their health and doesn't say a word. Maybe they're on medication for it. So they're not telling you and you go home and you end up getting the same thing they had and you didn't even know they had it. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, another thing, other people incubate things. Somebody else might, you know, may, maybe uh, they, they're catching a virus that has an incubation period of 10 days. You'll have lunch with somebody and you get that virus two hours later because you see you're, you're not just picking it up physically, you're picking it up psychically. Um, now, right now, health-wise, you're probably experiencing a whole lot of symptoms of a lot of different things because so many different people around you are having those symptoms. I, I pray to God you're not working in the health field because if you were, you probably would be picking up the symptoms of all of your patients. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm a nurse. I'm a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you, you're, why, why did you get attracted to the health field? Because, you know, you, you, you love to help people. And that empathy, you know, empaths do that. And I'm saying that, Cheryl, because I know you have a whole lot of other listeners here who are empaths, too. I'm an empath. Empaths are automatically drawn to people who hurt. We want to fix them. The problem is, is that if we don't really have a whole lot of inner strength and an ability to stay centered and know how to protect ourselves and be able to recognize when something is invading us, we can end up going from one illness to another to another. Um, at any rate, right now, most of the uh, nervousness and the tension, the anxiety, the muscle problems, the problems with bones that you're experiencing are coming from your husband. They're not yours. Okay. That makes <laughs> sense. Totally. Yeah. Thank you. What I find interesting about all of that is the name Marie, out of all the names in the world in my system, is the most sacrificial name. It's you self-sacrifice for the betterment of everybody around you all the time. And after a while, you say, do I ever get a turn? And the answer with that name is, I don't see it happening very often. So um, it's really to 
to make yourself equal and not always have to self-sacrifice for everybody else. Anyway, thought I'd throw okay. that in. And yeah, that's true. That's so true. That <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a... Uh, <laughs> People really self-sacrifice for the good of everybody around them. But that also, I feel, could be a contributor to taking on their health because you're sacrificing yourself for their benefit or thinking that you are. Okay? Yes, every single day. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Okay, the next one on our list is Julie Kane, and her birthday is February 9th. Sorry, I didn't mean to give the last name, Julie. My so sorry. Uh, 1968. I was just Hello. looking at what an interesting name. <laughs> I, I missed what uh, what Julie's birth date was, her February. birthday. I got the 1968. I didn't hear the, the day and month. Okay, February 9th. February 9th, okay. Okay, Julie, do you have an area where you would like Sandy to focus in on? Career. Okay. You know, what? I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Are you doing the same thing now that you were doing before COVID hit, or did you shift? I am. It's a slight shift, but not very. It, it's in the same field. Okay, because I feel very strongly that the it's the it's the impact of the COVID that has kind of made you fall out of love with your profession. You see, okay. Um, I don't know if they've got you, you know, working at home now, and and or or maybe you're working in a location that doesn't work for you, uh, or with different people than you were before. But it feels like there have been changes as a result of COVID that that have on the one hand set limits and boundaries that weren't there before, but have also introduced a whole lot of things into the job that are, are just a drag that this is not really where you want to be. The question you need to ask yourself though, is before COVID hit, you know, if you go back two years, how did you feel about this job then? Because it looks to me as if you did take a job that, you enjoyed and that made you feel good and that gave you some flexibility, some ability to be creative, uh, to, to, to not be pinned down to the same place all the time where you, you know, you could, you could be a little bit freer to move around. So, you know, it really feels like initially this job worked for you, but it's gone sour. How am I doing? You're doing well. <laughs> okay. Now the big question and this is really what you're asking is when this mess with COVID is done, is my job going to come back to the job that I thought I loved that I never really had a chance to love? And the answer to that's no, it won't. So if you can find a different job that has the same potentials as this job originally did, you're going to be a lot happier in the new job because this job, see, the problem is, is that those little changes they made benefit them, but not you. But because they benefit them, they're not going to undo them. Gotcha. Gotcha. You're also going to find something else that will do better for you financially. And that's, that's one gotcha. of the big things that's happened here too. And where you're not the one doing all the work. <laughs> 
nice nice to have somebody else to help you know um exactly. i'm also i'm also seeing here that there is uh you know you're you're looking at well what else could i do what am i trained for what am i capable of and i don't know and so you've got all that worry and that fear going on the thing is it's not really the job that's the problem it's the company okay so you are perfectly well equipped to go out and find the same type of job in a different place that gives you the, the freedom and the creativity and the money that this job initially initially promised that said if this whole experience pushes you to kind of investigate yourself and your skills and your abilities and find out that there are a whole lot of other things that you could do that would give you enjoyment as well as remuneration, well, then this will have been a blessing. So I do think it's time to move on, but I don't think you need to be in a hurry to do it. Don't, don't let, we talked about fear at the beginning of this show. Don't let fear push you into a move that wouldn't be the right one. But do look, because the right position will reveal itself. Okay, awesome. Okay, well, at least that's good news. I always like it when we yes. can give good news. <laughs> so that's coming up for you, Julie, and just your name says you're absolutely brilliant So and have a great sense of humor. Your name also in it to me says that you're one that can hold their own and you can be married to somebody that's very powerful and well-to-do because you can hold your own. You know, and be respected for your own intelligence and what you're able to do. So I would say, hey, believe in you and go for it. All righty. That sounds awesome. Okay. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Right. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Uh-huh. So the, the next one on is Verinia, and she's a new caller to our show. And Verinia, welcome to Know the Name, Know the Answers. And she was born in 1965. But I think, she, anyway, I can't read the birthday. It's it's weird. It says 617 to 1623, which means nothing to me. So, Verinia, come on in and let me know what your birthday is. Hi. Can you hear Hi. me? Yes. Yeah. When's your birthday? Okay. So, my parents tell me I was born 617, but my birth certificate says 623. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's why I gave him both because I wasn't sure, you know, because to me it's like, okay, how do you know I was born 617? It doesn't make any sense. And the only reason they they, they tell me is that they know is because I was born on Father's Day. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Well. For Spanish, um, it's always the same day. <laughs> Right. If, if I mean, if you have a holiday that marks the date of birth, I would I would use the seventeenth. Um, okay. Incidentally, I I can't do this for you here, but um, most astrologers would be able to do this for you. An astrologer can um, can can cast the chart and then back check it with events in your life, and actually mm -hmm. tell you which one of those days is correct. That's okay. kind of cool i.e. it's possible okay so at some point in time you might want to do that okay all right Meanwhile, i think i will use the 17th <laughs> okay okay 
So I had a question regarding um, maybe job and a move. What do you see if there's anything potential? Well, let me just see. Um, as I, I see movement all around you. Um, so it's almost as if, and, and a lot of this you're doing, you're, you're generating yourself. I don't know if I'm looking at the Christmas decorations you're putting up or if there's houses going up next to yours or if you're traveling to see relatives or they're coming to see you. But there's, there's this movement all around you right now. Um, and that's affecting your home as well as your work situation. So it's, it's going to be a little hard to kind of settle down and say, okay, this is exactly what I'm going to be doing and when I'm going to be doing it and where, because right now there's a little chaos in your life. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's just... I had a flood. In, I had a flood in my house. So my house is a chaos. Okay. And now you're, you are not going to like what I'm going to say, but remember nothing is forever. So right now it's really going to be hard for you to find a job because your home life, is so demanding. You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah. You, you think everything's fine. You've got everybody in the new location and then something else has to be done. So right now, guess what? It's almost as if your job is your home. It is your home. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Will you be in that home permanently? And I'm getting a no. Um, so I hope you don't really, really, really love it and are super attached and want to stay there forever because I'm thinking that um, things are going to go back together and then you're going to turn around and sell it. Okay. Mm. And that, that might be uh, a good thing. It might be connected to, wow, I found the job I want, but I don't want to commute to it. So that's a good reason to move. The thing is, is that right now, um, all of your focus and your energy needs to go to getting that house back together because you can't split your focus. As soon as, you know, you, you go and try to um, put your energy into into your work and your job and the people who are fixing the house are busy calling you and they have an emergency and you need to go this is this is mm -hmm. creating chaos in your life so if you have mm -hmm. a job right now that's giving you the freedom to deal with that keep it <laughs> okay mm -hmm. and, then, and then when all this is done that's the time to look for uh, the job and by the way you would do very very well with any work that is connected to the healing profession. Um, and that could be anything from a nurse to a doctor, to a chiropractor, to a psychologist, to, uh, to somebody who gives massages. Okay. Anything that has to do with, or, or herbology, anything that has to do working in an office for a doctor, you know, but if it's connected to the healing profession, you seem to do very well with it. Um, also, you are somebody who really likes to get up and physically move around. So when whatever job you're looking for, you, it needs to have a physical aspect to it. You're not the gal who's going to do, you're not going to flourish sitting in front of a computer for 12 hours a day. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other questions? Um, no, just uh, uh, health wise, you know, I, I, for my husband mainly more than anything is do you see uh, any improvement in that area his health is up and down and up and down and up and down and right now I am not going to see an improvement in his health because of the chaos at home and this might be mm -hmm. one of the reasons why you choose to move the residence um, your husband's health improves when he's in a stable situation 
that doesn't have uh, any stress, any loud noises. Um, I, I don't know precisely what's wrong with him, but I'm seeing all kinds of nerve-related issues that are going on with him right now. And that is, you're not going to get a handle on that unless he's in an environment that can be controlled and doesn't expose him to constant change and shifts. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Good luck to you, and you have a very happy thank holiday. You. And thank you, you too. And Julie, I appreciate your patience. This is Julie. If it was born January third, nineteen fifty-eight, Julie, welcome to know the name, know the person. Well, she's coming online, Sandy. Would you tell them about your VIP program that just till the end of this month is half price, and how you can get all these classes for free from you? On oh, that, this is one of the things you know. You probably don't even know this about me. Um, I started teaching all the way back in the late 1970s, um, which gives away my age a little bit. But um, I've been teaching that long in numerology, in Kabbalah, in psychic development, in magic, in uh, you name it. Um, if it's in the field of metaphysics, I've I've been I've studied it, and I'm one of those people that uh, if you've ever heard the you know, see one, do one, teach one. That's me. <laughs> okay. So as soon as I, I get attracted to it, I learn it. And then the first thing you know, I have to teach it to somebody. Well, when I developed this current website, I had uh, recordings of 40 years worth of my teaching. As you can imagine, it's a copious body of work. And my wonderful IT person found a way to put all of those recordings, much much like the radio shows here, um, she found a way to put them all onto my website. And they are in my VIP, my very important person section. It's a membership program. And when you join that program, all of those teachings from 40 years worth of teachings are free for the cost of the membership. In addition, you get to meet with me once a month where we uh, talk about whatever you happen to be studying. You get to establish relationships with uh, other people in the VIP section. It's a lot of fun. Um, you get discounts to different things that are going on throughout the year. There are, i.e., there are lots of perks to belonging in addition to having access to this body of information. Almost anything you want to study in metaphysics is there. And it's normally... Um, $197 a year or $20 a month to belong. And through December 30th or 31st, through the end of December, that membership is grandfathered in for you at 50% off. So it's only $97 for a year membership that would be grandfathered in as long as you keep your membership current for the rest of your life. Or you can pay monthly at $10 a month. Same thing, grandfathered in at that price forever. So if something like that interests you, um, you know, to belong to an organization where you can talk with people, get support, it's got its own Facebook group, meet with the person who taught the classes, um, et cetera, et cetera, uh, handouts. It's just, it's just an amazing, an amazing uh, thing to belong to. So now's the time to join while you can get that great discount. And that discount holds every year. Like next year, the price isn't going to go up. And my understanding is whatever they join in as it stays. It's grandfathered in. And 
you know, I will not be running this special again. When I first developed the VIP, which was a couple of years ago, uh, for the first month, I discounted it for everybody who got grandfathered at the lower price, and it went up. And then back in July, because of COVID and I wanted to give people a break, I discounted it again right up through the end of the year. And even the existing members were all able to go in there and change their membership over to the grandfathered in price. But in January, it goes back up to its normal rate and it will stay there. It's not going to come back down. Yeah. So we have another caller on the line. Hello. So, yes. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. What's your question? I'm going to let you introduce yourself. And what's your question um, for Sandy? Hi, Sandy and Sharon. Sharon, my name is Julie, and um, I, I just wanted to know if there, uh, what's going to happen or going on with my love life, if I'm ever going to have one again. <laughs> okay, her birthday is January 3rd, 1958. Okay, well, a quick answer from the cards. Nothing's going on with your love life right now. <laughs> right. But you have decided that you're going to shake the tree because you want something to start happening, and that's a good thing. It's a good attitude. And uh, I definitely am seeing you in a loving relationship in the future. And I think that it's going to be one of those things that develops and is very happy and is very loving. Um, maybe, you know, sometimes uh, given to emotional ups and downs, because uh, I think that's the kind of person you tend to attract. Um, but I do see it as a good relationship. So you will have one. Um, and just looking at the astrology of things, uh, and you said she was born January 6th. So let's see. Three. Oh, that three, three. January 3rd. Okay. Um, you know, I'm going to go into this. Do you mind if I go into it a little bit more in depth? Yeah. You've, you've had some past relationships that were extremely over-controlling um, and filled with a lot of loss and heartache. Okay. And that, that kind of set the stage for you for a while, really blocking people out and saying uh, not for me and being super suspicious and not willing to uh, put yourself out there because you were afraid of loss, okay? And so the fact that you're reaching out right now, that's very positive because you're ready to get past that. Um, what, I'm, what I'm seeing here is that there's going to be the kind of person that you'll be attracting uh, at least in this next relationship, will be more emotional than perhaps people in the past, but not nearly the controlling personality that has been in your life in the past. Um, someone perhaps who enjoys staying home, things like home-cooked meals, cuddling. Would you, would you like somebody who likes to cuddle and hold hands a lot? Because I see that's what's going to come into your life in the future. But I don't see those control issues and I don't see that that whole shadow of loss hanging over your future relationship. It's going to be clear of that. Nice. Thank you. I'm Very nice. Thank you for Any, calling. Is, is, is there anything I need to be doing? Like, do I need to be uh, looking out for a particular invitations or going on a website or is it going to organically show up, do you think? You know, do what feels, you're going to hate me for this, do what feels right. 
you do have to reach out. It's time to get past the old hurts. So if, if the reaching out for you is joining a, a dating website, do that. If it's joining a, uh, you know, a, a, a group in your area, a meetup group where people go out for uh, a dinner once a, once a week, or they get together and watch home movies, um, or, or get together to play games, get yourself out there. And that's not just uh, to find a dating partner. That's also to find female friends as well. Um, you have kind of withdrawn from the world because of your past hurts, okay? And everything that you can do that's going to get you to reach back out to the things that you enjoy doing. You know, you've been taking care of people in the family. You, you've just, you've had a hard time of it for a long time now, okay? And it's time to get past all that, to lay it aside. And guess what? Sure. You know, Sharon, you said this at the beginning, that people need to learn to play. The only way you're going to find this really great guy who shares so many interests with you and isn't a control freak is when you learn to play again. Wow. Find somebody who likes to play with you. I think that's ideal. I know that when my dad later in life, after 45 years of being married to my mom was looking for somebody and one of the people we used to go out for dinner together and you would all check out the new person, whatever. And one of the people I looked at Dan, I said, dad, you are so smart and she's not very bright. Why would you date her? Help me understand, you know, cause I don't, I don't see it. And he says, she's a lot of fun. She knows how to laugh. She knows how to have a good time. He says at this stage in my life, that's what I'm looking for. So it's incredibly important. That makes so much sense. How does that feel to you? Um, that feels fine. I'm struggling to see myself in the things you've been talking about, but I'm taking... I mean, I, I'm not aware of having been in a real controlling relationship outside of my growing up, which was a very long time ago. I hope to God I've healed some of that by now. But but the rest of it, yeah, I mean, I'm, I put myself out a lot. I've been playful. I, I mean, I do my best to be as playful as a double Capricorn can be. But um, <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> I, like, I, I like games and all that, so... But I'll just, you know, I'll keep, I'll keep myself open as I have been. I've been uh, working on manifesting quite a bit. So I was just kind of curious if, if my manifesting was, was pulling in anything sooner than I had uh, have, uh, been feeling it. So thank you. I appreciate your time with me. Thank you. Yes, thanks for calling in. You know, the time always goes so quickly, Sandy, when you're here with me. And I so appreciate you coming on. Again, guys, visit Sandy's website. It is a wealth of information. Sandy Anastasi, A-N-A-S-T-A-S-I. Again, it's on my website where you guys are familiar with it. If you need any of that information, all of our contact information. For those of you that have just been patiently waiting online the whole time, I know that Sandy will give you one question. I'll give her a list and I'll email you how to contact her so that you can get your one question in. And I appreciate your patience. Uh, and I'm sorry, we ran out of time. It's just how it works. Sandy's incredibly popular. And Sandy, thank you so much for coming on with me again. Cheryl, let me just, uh, this coming Sunday is my psychic hour. So ah. people who want to get that one question with me, 
they can come on to my free psychic hour and you can register on my website and join it. It's nine o'clock Sunday night. And we do something pretty similar to what Sharon and I have been doing. So if you enjoyed this, uh, you know, tune in. And, and those of you that have waited online, I will send you that information at the same time because it's only fair. And next week is Christmas Eve. And I didn't want our wonderful producers to have to work. So for the first time ever, I'm doing a rerun. And you're going to hear Michelle Blood again. And she's got a special offer for you for those that have um, that it, she tells at the end of the radio show that she's giving to you. And so know that that's next week. And then I'll join you again on New Year's Eve which is the Thursday after that. To everyone, a happy holiday. And please remember to laugh and have a good time and make the best of what's happening. And I always say, if I forget, I always ask Spirit, where's the silver lining in this? Anyway, have a wonderful holiday season. God bless. And I'll talk to you again in two weeks. Bye-bye now.